Thank you for tuning in to the Mindful Babes podcast. I'm your host, Valerie Adams, mindset coach, entrepreneur, and manifestation enthusiast. I am obsessed with supporting you in living the life of your dreams. Each week, I'll be providing you with a quick bite of mind food so you can live the life that you were put on this planet to live. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode. Let's dive in. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Mindful Babes podcast. I am over the moon, super excited because I have two incredible guests joining me today. We have Corey and Jess from The Healing Couple. They are certified breathwork facilitators. The way that I would describe them is think of physician meets the yoga teacher. They just blend so much incredible incredible energy and skills into their work. And it's like, I want to go into detail and explain what they do. And what I can really say is that what they offer is experiential. They are a stand for healing. They are a stand for transformation. And I trust them very deeply. And we have actually been in a bit of a partnership together. It all started with Corey and Jessica coming into my fall in love group coaching program and leading transformational experiences there. And we even have taken the magic a little bit further. We have created an incredible free gift for you called Yes to Self-Love. We have a self-love guided meditation from Corey and Jess, and we have some incredible journal prompts in there. We're going to link the free gift for you inside of the show notes. And I'm super excited for you to get to know Corey and Jess today. It's going to be absolutely magical. And I'm super excited to dive in. So Corey and Jess, welcome. Thanks for having us. (laughs) So much. I am smiling so big right now. Thank you for that intro. Mm -hmm. Yes. I'm so excited for you two to be here and, you know, just a little bit of background before we dive in is, um, I believe that so many things in life that can get in our way of growth is, you know, hanging on to a lot and through working with you two, you know, and I've been, I've experienced breath work with, with you two many times. I've seen the transformations my clients have. It's just so incredible that, you two are such a stand for healing and transformation. And so it's just very magical that we're all here in the same space. And I would love if you two are open to it to kind of share a little bit about, you know, how you became the healing couple, how this whole um, business came about. I would love to hear more. Mm. The journey has been It's been one hell of a journey. (laughs) Let's just say that. Um, I think it'd be really helpful to lend perspective through sharing just our own personal stories and then how we kind of came that how we came together and then how it became the healing couple. We never, ever guessed what we'd be here. You know, we never intended on creating a business together. We never intended on creating a healing brand together, but it just happened naturally. And yeah, it's it's been a wild ride. And so for me personally, like how I got into this work, just going on my own healing journey, it really started with me back in college. That's when I first got introduced to breath work, meditation, yoga. And at the time I was very, very stressed. I was a very high achiever. Um, academics were something that was like really important to me. And so at that time I was very high strung and, Um, It impacted my physical health and it, but I thought that that was the way that I needed to operate. I thought that success meant that you just have to work harder. And I, I viewed, you know, these, these achievements as like, that was what was going to bring me happiness and joy and self-worth. And I just kept going through the motions and I kept pushing and pushing and just doing more and doing more. And it wasn't until I experienced breathwork myself, having no idea what it was, thinking it was completely weird. And I was so skeptical and I had enough friends sharing it with me and their experience that I was like, okay, I'll just try this thing. And honestly, the first time that I did it, not a whole lot happened. And I was really confused. I was so in my head the entire time. And, And when I came out, 
everyone was sharing their experiences at the end um, and people were like, it's so amazing. And they just all like, I felt so blissful. I feel so free. And then all these things. I was like, wow, that sounds great. Like, what did I do wrong? But I, I came back the second day and I, and I, and I, I, I experienced the breath again. And that's when my whole life changed. Mm-hmm. I, I remember just like smiling so big. I started laughing for no reason. And I was like, wow, this is true joy. Wow. And the thing was, is that I was just breathing. It was, it didn't come from getting straight A's. It didn't come from a guy. It didn't come from a compliment. It didn't come from anything outside of me. It came from within me. And that was, I mean, at 21 years old, like I experienced true joy for the first time in a long time. And I was hooked after that. I I walked around like a completely new person. And so that's what really started my journey. And I kept coming back to this work over and over and over again. I kept uncovering more and more and more. And it led me to yoga teacher training. It led me to a lot of other trainings and modalities. And in my yoga teacher training is where I got introduced to three-part breath, which is what we teach now, Corey mm-hmm. and I together. And at that time, Corey and I were in a long-distance relationship. We had just started dating. He was living in Phoenix. I was living in San Diego, California. And I would just call him after my breathwork classes or experiences, and I was just like completely mind-blown. And it was deeper than any other practice that I had experienced up until that point and ever. And so I would just tell him all these visions that I had, how I was feeling. And he was just like on the phone, just like on the other line, like, okay, like that sounds great. (laughs) And I told him like, I I feel so called to share this work Mm -hmm. because really over the last, you know, from like when I started this journey up until that point, it was probably about like eight years or so where I had done so much inner work that it was time for me to to share it with the world. Like I knew that self-love, that inner peace, that like freedom from within was possible for anyone. And I knew that more people need to experience this, that like we could change the world with our breath. Like, and I was like sharing this with him. And so he was like, I'll do this, this training with you. Like I I'll become a facilitator with you. And I was like, really? Like, oh my gosh, you haven't even done, done this practice yet. But he was like, I just, I trust you. And I, and I trust this, this work. And he had done, you know, you've done many other breath practices Mm -hmm. too before. So like had like a sense of the power of the breath. But, um, so we dove into a breathwork facilitator training and, we after that just felt so called to share the work together which was really cool because we i had never intended on that when i was experiencing this work on my own and so we just started um we were like let's just come together and do a workshop and him with your background in naturopathic medicine like you already had a whole and i'd love for you to share your own personal journey with like healing but like having that holistic healing, natural medicine background, and then me with my yoga and kind of spirituality background, we're like, we just have, and then now with the breath, like we have so much to share with people, let's do a workshop. We were just so passionate. We're like, this is gonna be so much fun. And we did it in San Diego. You actually came out, right? Or mm-hmm. we were we were living in San Diego at the time. We, we just had moved. We had just moved. He had moved out yeah. from Phoenix to um, to San Diego, and we were we got a little beach bungalow together, and we led this workshop in San Diego, and it it sold out. Like it mm-hmm. was packed. The first one. The first, first one. one. The first one. We were just sharing from like our hearts. Like we were just like, we want as many people to experience the breath and other healing modalities as possible. And so it sold out. And I remember we like weren't so sure people were going to like show up. And we were like in this back room, like we were setting our intentions. Like we always take time to like come together and breathe and set our intention, really ground into our own body before we step out, you know, in, in front of a class or, you know, at an event. And there weren't a ton of people there yet when we had done that. So we're like, okay, are people even going to come? And the moment we walked out, like the whole room was filled. Oh yeah. And we were, we were nervous, we were excited and it just flowed. It was incredibly powerful. And at the end, there were people crying, there were people like coming up and giving us hugs, like people, it was just such a deep experience. And the number one question we got was, when are you doing this again? 
When's the next one? I need to bring this person, this person, this person. I need to bring my friend. I need to bring my partner. Like, and we were like, kind of looked at each other, like, um, sign up for our mailing list. Like, we'll let you know. Like, put, sign, put your name on this piece on of paper. On this blank piece of paper <laughs> that I'm pulling out of my notebook. <laughs> Because we didn't intend for that. We just wanted to like do a workshop for fun and like that was it. And I remember driving back home, back to our beach bungalow after like cleaning up everything and we had everything in our car and we were just looking, we, we were in the driveway and it was probably like 10, 11 p.m. at that point and we looked at each other we sat in the car probably like an hour just reflecting on the event and how like just different people's experiences that they share with us and this and that and and we looked at each other and I I told Corey I was like we have to keep doing this Mm. we Mm -hmm. have to keep doing this we got to have a next one (laughs) and he's like yeah we do we really do and so we just kept taking it one step at a time. Like, okay, like let's just plan the next workshop and the next event, the next class. And we just kept doing that. And eventually it just, it turned into what we are now. And like, we are, we're, we're in this full time as the healing couple, this is our full time business and it continues to grow. And we're just so blessed for the success and the impact we've been able to make and it's just only up up and out from here. It just keeps getting bigger and bigger. Um, but truly, we never knew it would be this this way. Wow. So incredible. And, you know, just and even me learning more about your story. It's so amazing. And what really stood out to me was pretty much it's like someone has a great experience in breath work and then they're like, this person needs it. This person needs it. This person needs it. And having experienced you two coming into my programs and same thing, most of the women have not experienced breath work. And then they're like, how do I continue? Um, what I would love before Corey shares more about his story is I would love if you two could kind of break down, you know, what breath work is for someone who's never heard of it. And like, what are those amazing feelings that someone could experience practicing breath work? Yes. Um, I know breathwork can seem like a whole mystery and maybe you've heard it like maybe on like Instagram or like, is it meditate? Like there's so many questions. I had so many questions when I first started. So to break it down in the most simple form, breathwork can be thought of as like an active meditation. So it gets you into really deep meditative states, but you're not just like sitting there and doing nothing or like, okay, like I'm just here with my thoughts. And a lot of people come to us and they're like, I've tried meditation before. For, but I just can't do it or it's really, really hard for me. So people find breath work to be a lot easier because you're breathing the entire time. And with breath work, it's you're breathing in a specific pattern. So there's many different forms of breath work out there and all of them have a different purpose. Some of them allow you to um, really ramp up like your heart rate and feel really powerful and you're breathing really intensely and um, some other breathwork practices are more for calming and grounding. So depending on the breathing pattern, it will evoke certain things. But yeah. the breath pra- practice that we share is called three-part breath or conscious connected breathing. And what it does is it allows your body to, well, really allows your mind to quiet down and allows you to get back into, into your body because our breath is connected to our thoughts it's connected to our emotions and it's connected to how we feel physically. And there's a lot of research that shows this. And what's really cool is that rather than allowing our thoughts and our emotions to run our life, which a lot of us can do, we, if we can take control of our breath, we can actually control our state of mind and how we feel. So we get back in the driver's seat of our life with breath work, which is really, really cool. And so what can happen a lot of times is is people let go of the self-doubt in the mind. They let go of the negative self-talk. They let go of the fears that come up. And what, what happens when they release that is often bliss and joy and freedom and people share with us that they've they never felt more alive 
than they do after breath work. They've never felt more love and peace in their life than after breath work. And it gets me emotional because that will never get old for me. Um, because I, I know what that feels like. And I continue to do the work too, because that, you know, the fear and all that stuff, it still comes back up, but it's like, what are you going to do about, about that? And we found that breath work is the quickest way to let go of all the shit that we hold on to every day. So beautiful. And I can just see how connected you are to this work and everything you've described I've felt that during breath work. I've witnessed so many women experience that during breath work. And so I honor both of you for doing this work and raising your hand to be leaders in this space. Thank you. And Corey, I'd love to hear, because your story is super interesting, how you got into breath work and just your take on everything. Yeah. So I guess we got to go back in time a little bit again. <laughs> My, my story started when I was 13 years old because I was the eldest. I had a younger brother that was five years younger than me. And I had a dad who was struggling with mental health issues at the time. And I really don't think he understood it until much later on. And a mom who was my superhero. She was a nurse at the time. She worked in the NICU, which is the neonatal intensive care unit, which is she cares for little tiny little babies that are premature and she worked the night shift and she took care of my, me and my brother and so I literally for maybe a good majority of my childhood never even knew when she fell asleep because she was either working or she was getting me and my brother ready for school or she was picking us up or she was taking us to a sport event or whatever I mean she literally around the clock was my superhero mom and this is just a little snapshot that I can give you so you can understand how much of a superhero she was for me, is that she didn't have time to work out. And so on top of everything that she did, she ran marathons for fun. <laughs> and, and so she used to use me and my brother as body weight so that she could work out. <laughs> So I remember like being in the living room and my mom being like, hey, come over here. And I would have to like sit on her back as she did push-ups, or she would like have me and my brother grab her arms and she would do full body push push presses with both of us on her arms. And so she used to literally use her children as body weight. So that's like how I remember her. And uh, she was just everything for me. And I looked up to her so much. And so when I was 13 years old, this peculiar thing started happening where she starts saying, I don't have enough energy to run like I used to, or I'm noticing like my joints are getting puffy and swelling and her health just started to slowly decline. And I noticed something just as this young little boy that the more doctors she spoke to, the sicker she got. Or at least that was my perspective. Mm -hmm. And it got really bad. It got to the point where at one point she was misdiagnosed with cancer. Um, she was misdiagnosed with many different types of autoimmune diseases. And then she got slapped with all the drugs, the painkillers, the muscle relaxants that led into antidepressants, which led into antipsychotics, which led into all these other things. And it got to a point when I was about 16 years old where my mom was diagnosed with fibromyalgia. And if anyone in your audience is diagnosed with fibromyalgia, like it is a tough diagnosis because it really doesn't mean much, meaning there aren't any necessarily like treatments or protocols or ways for you to take care of yourself to get yourself out of that fibromyalgia-like state. And so in the medical world, we call it a diagnosis of, ex of exclusion, meaning that we've tried to diagnose you with everything else. We don't have anything else. So here's your diagnosis. That's what fibromyalgia is. Um, so when I was 16 years old, my mom got diagnosed with that around that time. And then she was pretty much bedridden for a whole year. So here is, you know, a few years ago, my mom using me as body weight, running marathons, working all working nights, taking care of me and my brother during the day to now literally not having enough energy and enough um, ability to even really do anything. And so she was in bed for a year. So that was a point in my life where I went from childhood Corey to adult Corey. 
very quickly. And seeing my mom see more doctors, I knew that there must be something else. Like the more doctors she saw, the sicker she got. So there's gotta be something else. And so um, I was able to find her a chiropractor I didn't even know what a chiropractor was. I just knew they did something completely different. So I was able to find her a chiropractor that did some other healing modalities, some some things with herbs and supplements. And I didn't know anything about that, but really encouraged my mom to go see her in Minneapolis, Minnesota. And I think at the time she was one of the only chiropractors in the state. It was It's pretty rare in the Midwest to have holistic healing. And so she went to go see this doctor, started to get a little bit better. And that's when her healing journey really began. And that's also when my journey began to discover, is there really another story when it comes to healing in the American conventional healthcare system? And so I started to really question a lot of things about it because my mom was a nurse, my uncles were uh, anesthesiologists, I had uh, cousins that were becoming doctors, and so everybody within my family was in the conventional medical system, and I'm a little bit of a rebel. <laughs> so I, I, I knew that deep down there was something else. So I went through high school, went through college, and I actually was going to, um, I was trying to enroll into a PA school, which is a physician assistant school. And I applied to a bunch of different schools. They loved me. And then when I got in the interview process, I didn't like them because they couldn't (laughs) answer my questions. Like, what do you do with a patient that has fibromyalgia? What would you do with someone like my mother? They didn't have any answers. Mm -hmm. So it's like, why would I go to a school that couldn't even help my mother? I was literally going to start doing the things that got my mom there in the first place. Mm -hmm. So I was distraught because I had four weeks until I was graduating from college. All my other friends knew what they were going to do, either graduate school or they had a a gig or a job lined up or a career path. And here I am with this pre-med degree, thought I was going to go to PA school, can't do that anymore. And so I literally remember going on my computer and typing in alternative medical schools. And the first thing that popped up was Southwest College of Naturopathic Medicine in Tempe, Arizona. And I said, I don't know what naturopathic medicine is, but if it's different, I'm willing to try it. So I got a flight, went down, had a conversation, loved it. And that is how I became a naturopathic physician, believe it or not, like completely on a whim, (laughs) completely trusting my gut. And the rest was history. And I'd have to say that I went through medical school. I loved it. I loved everything about it. I actually ended up partnering with two of my colleagues. We built a practice in Scottsdale, Arizona. And long story short, I literally had this beautiful center that I had built out 12 employees, six doctors. We had a grand opening ceremony. And at the time, I had started to date Jessica because her uncle did the build out at our medical center. And a little secret that I don't usually tell anybody is trust your gut, like really trust your gut because it's never going to let you down. And so at this um, ribbon cutting ceremony that we had, literally everybody showed up like we had the mayor of Scottsdale. We had like news media, 250 people there and Jessica, she came. She was really sweet. And they're cutting the ribbon like with those big, crazy golden scissors. (laughs) And it like, it slowed down. Like it was such a weird experience. If you've ever had that before, like where a moment in time slows down. And I had this overwhelming feeling of like, oh no, I'm living someone else's life. It was crazy. I knew in that moment when he was, the mayor of Scottsdale was cutting this ribbon for my medical center that was just opening all this work, all this energy and effort. And I knew that I was living based upon someone else's expectations. And that was a crazy feeling. And I didn't share that with anyone for months. And I let it linger into the point where my business partners realized this isn't a good fit. And they actually wanted to let me go. And I, and I accepted that. And so I let, I, I was, I let myself go. And then 
I don't know what else happened from there. I just really knew that there was something else out there for me. And so working with Jessica, living with her, experiencing more with yoga and breath work, I started to really embody the principles that you see before me today. But I had so many moments when I could have chosen a life and chosen a path and I chose to trust my gut. And I trusted my gut from the moment in Scottsdale all the way to the moment that Jessica talked about in San Diego in Ocean Beach when she's like, let's try breath work. Let's try doing this class. And it's really led me to this beautiful life where if you ask me how I got here, it seems really serendipitous and crazy and all mixed up, but I wouldn't trade it for the world because I'm living the life that I, that I truly embody. Mm. that I truly embody and there's no fluff. There's no fluff. It's just I get to share and experience all the healing modalities that I have collected over the years, whether it's naturopathic medicine, whether it's breath work, whether it's um, healing shamanistic journeys that I haven't even talked about in (laughs) other countries and get to share that with people, get to really share that with people so that they don't have to heal on a physical level, but they also get to heal on a mental and emotional level too. So that's a little bit about my background and how I got here. (laughs) Wow. That was so incredible. Thank you for sharing. And I didn't know so much of that. And what really stood out to me, Corey, is just that story of the ribbon cutting and that moment of, oh my God, I don't think this is for me. Mm -hmm. And I want to ask you, you know, Hey, how did you sit with that? Did you try to deny it? And also I just think it's such a powerful story because there's so many, uh, so many people out there who are living, but they're like, no, I went to college for this. I need to keep doing this. Or, you know, no, I've been promoted multiple times at this company. So this must be my calling. I know I experienced that. I was a recruiter for seven years before I started my business. And it was one of those things I was good at and decided I was like, oh, this must be what I'm here to do. And it was this like screaming feeling inside. So I'd love to hear more about, you know, what you did when you, when that moment happened. Well, well, what I did was I kept quiet right after the ribbon cutting ceremony. I went along with everything. And then I remember we, me, me and Jessica, we actually rented out an Airbnb just to celebrate. And I, I didn't tell her anything about it, but we actually chose to be in a long-term relationship that night. Well, he asked me to be, okay, he asked I, me to be his girlfriend, girlfriend that, that, yeah, that night, that night, that night, yeah. which like I was not expecting <laughs> at all. That felt in alignment for me. And what I would say to your audience is, you know, if you've been feeling it for a long time, um, really what, what made the difference for me was creating moments and creating experiences and, and, and just space for me to be able to sit with where I desire and where I want to go. Because the first thing that I wanted to spell is it's never too late. It's never too late. And even for me, like I, I, I you know, went through medical school. I spent a good majority of my, my 20s all the way into my 30s in higher education and invested well over $450,000 in it. And so like there's the financial component, there's the time component, which I feel like most people, like once they feel like they're that far down the road with those things, they imprison themselves and they lock themselves in and then they create these rules saying like, oh, well, maybe I'll follow my dream when I pay off all my debt. Or maybe I'll follow my dream when I can step away from this career path or create something where I don't have to be so dependent on it. And the thing is, that is probably not going to happen. And in order for radical change to occur, you got to create the space and time for it. And breathwork really was powerful for me. I mean, I'll I'll never forget... um, Right, right around all the same time, um, we went, ended up going to our first breathwork teacher training. And I remember being in the first session and I've done many different types of breathwork, but not this intense and not this long. And I came out, out of it and I remember sitting up because you lay down. I remember sitting up and I remember looking across the room at Jessica and I must have looked like a deer in headlights. <laughs> like just this Bambi look of 
whoa, what have I been missing my whole life? Because the inner voice was gone. Mm. The voice of you're not enough wasn't there. And I was experiencing myself just to experience myself. Like there was nothing else. And from that, those types of places, you can make decisions that are in alignment with where you want to go. And then you drop the conversations of how much, how long, what is it going to require? And you get into the embodiment of action. And so a lot of the fears that I used to have about like, what are my parents going to think? What is my family going to think? Because they're all doctors, they're all in the healthcare system. What are they going to think if I had this medical center and then I step away from it? All those conversations go away and you come back to the truest sense of yourself and then you can make decisions from there. So that's what I would say to your audience is like, yeah, create the space, create the time and gift yourself that opportunity to even make that choice. Yeah, Mm -hmm. Yeah. that's so powerful. So Mm -hmm. powerful. And I love what you said around creating the space. And so what um, you had said earlier, Jessica, actually around, you know, meditating being hard. I know I've experienced that before. And I know that many women I talk to, they're like, you know, I get it. I know it's good for you and it's, it's tough to do. And so what really stands out to me is that taking space because in an experience with the two of you leading breath work, it's like, all you have is space. And yeah. And, um, totally. I've had that experience of being in my head at the beginning of it and just really being able to let go. And I'd love to dive into how you two work together. And it's such a beautiful compliment. I see you two as such a beautiful blend of the masculine and feminine and you two just work so incredible together to lead such incredible magic, literally magical experiences. And so I'd love to hear, you know, what, how, how the dynamic kind of works, you know, what <laughs> one person is good at what the other is good at, like some lessons you two have learned because being in business as a couple and creating the transformation that you two do is very, very rare. <laughs> this is such a good question. I don't think we've ever been asked it and we have so much to say. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, I know, I know Jess is going to say a lot, but what, what I will say before Jess starts talking is being in partnership and business relationship with somebody so so early on in the relationship it how i feel about it is it it literally fast forwards everything so while we've been in relationship for four years Mm -hmm. um and business partnership slash relationship for probably like three three and a half i feel like you could almost triple or quadruple that number because of the amount of time that we've spent (laughs) together so we have a lot of lessons (laughs) It yeah, we feels, have a lot of lessons. It feels like we've been together for decades at this point. <laughs> so the dynamic, honestly, it's still evolving. We're still learning so much about how to best work with each other, especially as our business evolves. Our business has been going to places that we didn't even realize and has been growing faster in some ways than we didn't realize. And so it, it requires us to like keep shifting the dynamic and keep, you know, leaning in and okay, like who's best at what, you know, what can you take? What can I take? And what do we need to do together? And I would say that in the beginning, we did every single thing together. Like it was like everything that we had to complete and do. It was like we had, it had to be the both of us. Like Val, I remember, (laughs) I remember an email that we had to write and it wasn't even that intensive an email, but it was an email for like either a business connection. I don't even remember what it was about. It was to our mailing list. Oh, oh, she remembers. Okay, it was to our mailing list. (laughs) It took four hours, maybe five hours. Yeah. So just a little, little too. Yeah, for us, can you imagine like two people trying to write like an email together? Like it was kind of madness. Yeah. <laughs> we realized like we don't have to do everything together. Like mm-hmm. there's some things that I just could get to go 
and do and run with. And there's things that Corey gets to do and he gets to run with. So that was a big breakthrough. Yeah. And I think that speaks to anyone who is in business partnership or not with with their partner is like, you don't have to do everything together. Yeah. Like in that space, a part is so so important i think is so crucial for it's, it's for really just all about honoring each other's strengths mm-hmm. and not letting mm-hmm. your ego get in the way um and a, a big thing that was transformational for us around this is getting very familiar with human design and if you're not familiar with human design it's it's a way for you to understand what your strengths are and what your weaknesses are really at the most basic level and it helps define um some core aspects of who you are so that you can align yourself with them and really just stay within the context of what your human design is and not try to be other people or be other things because at the end of the day I am a what's called a generator I have a lot of energy I'm the hype man I'm the person that you want at your retreat at your experience to keep that level of energy palpable like I have the ability to do that and I have the ability to lead other people. Jessica, on the other hand, she takes something that has already been created, something that I've already generated, and she can make it better. Mm -hmm. So just understanding those dynamics helps you not step on each other's toes and slow the process down. Because it's so easy for the ego to boil up and for things to get in the way. Totally. (laughs) Like those emails. Yeah. And so really what we've found is that Corey's more of the generator as a projector. I'm more of the visionary. So I can see like the big picture. I can see the things ahead. I can see like the overview, the structure, and then he can go and run with it. So once we learned what our human designs were, we were like, oh, that's why I'm like that way. Or that's why like my, like it it gives you, it's human design. I think at the, at the core of it, it just gives you a deeper understanding of who you are. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it it gives you a lot of like confirmations of like, oh, okay, like I'm not crazy or like, oh, like this is totally like normal and this is actually a strength of mine. So it just has you understand like your energy and how you can best make decisions and just show up in the world. So once we learned that, we were like, okay, we can really play, yeah. play to that for sure. And the other thing is just operating. Like yeah. as, as a generator, I'm somebody who literally... It took me a couple of years to figure this out, but I'm somebody that wakes up early and I can probably have a whole day sometimes before Jessica even wakes up. And that's just how Jessica operates. So I'm more of a morning person. She's more of a late night, get stuff done kind of person. And so we used to try to be both. And when I was trying to be like her, I was exhausted because I was still waking up early and then I was staying up late at night and then I wasn't getting my sleep and I was super cranky. Yeah. <laughs> so I would show up in our relationship and in our business and we kind of started stepping on our toes in that way. And so another thing is just time, like how you operate time. And when, especially with COVID and this pandemic, me and Jessica, we spend 24 out of 24 hours a day with each other. <laughs> So getting that time away, like intentionally is really important. Like we go on walks separate. We, I, I usually do most of the grocery shopping or most of the errands while Jessica, you know, stays at home or we will work out separately mm-hmm. or we will go on vacation separately. Like that is something that we pre-plan ahead of time so that we can create the space so that you want to be with, I want to be with her. Yeah. But if you're yeah. with somebody 24 out of 24 hours of the day, it can be very confining and there is no like relationship desire or need or want to be with that person when it's right there right in front of you so creating that intentionality that space creates that desire to be with your significant other Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and it, it, we have to get really intentional about that, especially because we have a business together. Yeah. Like, this is not your average relationship when there's the personal and the business. And so we've got to be really intentional when we're not. We can feel it. We're like, OK, let's take a step back and reassess. And for us, we we have weekly check in meetings every Sunday where we check in on a lot of different areas of our life. And like we check in like our goals and intentions for the week in these different areas. What was our level of satisfaction from the week before so it just allows us to really check in and it's like okay if we're noticing things coming up like we can like resolve it much more quickly than letting stuff linger for weeks yeah 
a month because we used to do that years oh yeah no it doesn't work yeah and that's yeah ryan and i we you know have clearing conversations where we clear the space right away because it's very easy to hang on to stuff and then it impacts the way you interact with your partner and so i love that you two do that are the weekly check-ins for the relationship or is it like an overall so it's, it's, I would say it's both. Mm-hmm. It started out as just for our relationship, but we've really just created some categories for, for both. Mm-hmm. And there's really no rules. Mm-hmm. So what I would say to your audience and whoever's listening, and you can actually do check-ins if it's just you. Mm-hmm. If you're single, if you're by yourself, you can mm-hmm. do that as well. Um, but yeah, just create, what I'd say is, what are the top 10 categories in your life that you either want to incorporate or work on? And what you do is each week you come to those categories, you think back on the past week and how you've maybe been showing up, how you've maybe been taking action in that area, and then give yourself a score mm-hmm. from one to 10. 10 being like, man, I crushed that. I'm perfection. Like it was amazing. And one is definitely like, I didn't do anything. Five is like, oh, yeah, I was kind of there, but there were some areas where I was maybe lacking. And then what we do is after you've rated that area or category, um, make a commitment for that week in that category. Like what is some action, what is some um, space that you're gonna create for that area to really grow, nurture and evolve. Mm -hmm. And so that's what it is. So then we have 10 categories I think right now. So we go through those 10 categories. Mm -hmm. um, We have a conversation about them. We set our intentions for the week and then we rock and roll. So that's, that's really what it is. But I think what you said, Jessica, it's so important. If you wanna change your life, like if you want to really make those big decisions, they don't happen overnight. They happen periodically. And if you can want to take some stress off yourself, if you're in a career path that you don't enjoy, or maybe you're in a relationship that doesn't serve you and you want to create some transformation around that, the smaller chunks that you can create, meaning like weekly check-ins instead of quarterly check-ins instead of annual check-ins is going to make that much more difference because you're going to make those small changes over time, which add up rather than you being like, I need a new relationship this week, right? (laughs) Yeah, it's like, what are you gonna do each week leading up to that to create the change that you see? Yeah, the the small micro. Yeah. Totally. I love that. I love just learning that you two are just such an embodiment of what you teach. It's not like you just show up, lead these incredible experiences, and then your personal life, it's like, ah, it's all about intentionality which I love. And what's coming up for me is I know that as women are listening to this episode, maybe they've never heard of breath work or they're just like, wow, Corey and Jessica are amazing. You know, I see they live in Austin. How would I be able to work with them? So I'd love to hear more about, you know, a, what you would say, how you would speak into somebody who is craving more space. They're craving, you know, this new modality. They're like, Breathwork sounds great. And then how could people have that opportunity to experience breathwork? Hmm. Yeah, this is this is a really great question. And we can definitely talk more about a special offering that we have, the three of us have come together to create because I feel like that would be an amazing first step for anyone who is new to this work and to do it in a really safe container. Um, however, we, if you want to experience just breath work on its own, we have a free breath audio on, on our website. So if you go to thehealingcouple.com, there's a variety of resources there um, when it comes to breath work. If, if you're somebody who feels like, okay, I'm, I've been holding on to a lot, like we just worked with a client who was holding on to a lot of anxiety, was feeling like they wanted a lot of extra support and felt like a class or a workshop might not be the best space. Like they were just feeling super, super anxious. And we did a private session. So we do offer private um, one-on-one sessions online, or if you're in Austin by chance, like you can do with us in person, but especially with the times right now, um, our online sessions have been really popular. And so that can be a really great place to, to start if you really want that like super safe, sacred container. Uh, we also have our, our breath bundle, which is available on our website as well. And so that is another great place to start too, because it's a whole transition transformational library of guided breath audios and it's our best of audios from different courses and just newly recorded things so um, 
you can experience different types of breathing practices um, along with the three-part breath which is the main type of breath practice that we that we teach so it can kind of build you up if you want to just start small but if you want to if you want to go even deeper then you can experience three-part breath in in there and we love community we love connecting with people like Mm -hmm. that's like really our zone of genius and what lights us up is creating life-changing experiences and bringing people together and i think that people are people crave that like we're missing that that. i mean like we're human we need community yeah we want to connect with one another we want to experience love and deep connection and and be around like-minded and like-hearted people. And sometimes we don't know where to find that. And so mm-hmm. we love creating those containers for that. And we feel like the world needs even more of that. And so... Um, I think that's a beautiful mm-hmm. way of describing it because yeah. like really your life, such a large part of it is made up of the experiences that you have with other people. Mm-hmm. Like that is a summation of your life Mm -hmm. and so that's why we keep coming back to these types of containers because it's so healing just to be in the presence of other people that you know and also you don't know Mm -hmm. and you get to learn and grow with them yeah Mm -hmm. yeah and so we um, we love instagram for the purpose of like community so we're on instagram at the healing couple underscore and so if you have any questions or if you just want to like learn a little bit more Follow us on Instagram, say hello, send us a message. Like we really, truly love connecting with people and hearing hearing from you. And um, we're just, we're happy to support people along along our journey, no matter where you are, if you're, to- if you're just beginning or you're looking for something deeper. Yeah, you two are so incredible at what you do in creating that community. Um, the breath bundle is incredible. I have it. It's a vault of amazing, amazing breath practices and something that the three of us are really excited to share, you know, as you've learned from Corey and Jess, they are just such stands for healing. And that's something that I am a stand for as well. And why I keep begging Corey and Jessica to come back and fall in love every time, like every round they're, they're in it. So many of my clients have experienced, um, having, having a breath work experience with Corey and Jess. And I know plenty of clients have actually continued. So we're really excited. The three of us have come together to create something very, very special, a live experience is called the self-love reset. And I'm going to turn it over to Corey and Jess to share a little bit more about the magic that is coming. I am so excited for this. This is, this is going to be a blend of community of, of healing and heart opening. It's going to be a day long online retreat on May 22nd from 10 to four. And you get to do it from wherever you are in the world. And I know that with these times, some of us might be sick of, you know, Zoom and all this, but we have, we're really intentional about how we create community and like group experiences so that even though this is online, you will feel like you are surrounded by by so many women. This is a, an event for all women, whether you're single mm-hmm. or whether you're in a relationship, yeah. no matter where you are in your in your journey, this is for the woman who desires to carve out space for really space is the key word yeah. to just be and to go deeper in her own relationship with herself and so you will feel like you are surrounded by women you will feel like you are spending six whole hours with incredible women from all over the world and i see this as as a reset it's called self-love reset so that if you have like self-doubt or negative self-talk or you're just feeling like you're just go 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 and like you want to just give yourself that space to quiet down, this is the container to do so. And you'll do that through breath work, of course. We've been talking about this whole time. You're gonna experience the breath yourself. You're gonna experience a lot of mindset work with, with Valerie. There's gonna be a Q&A to dive deeper into any questions that you have around self-love or relationships or dating, whatever it might be. There's gonna be group experiences. There's gonna be deep transformation. You're going to be able to walk away from this feeling 
like, oh my gosh, that was like a total reboot, like a reset for like my nervous system, like feeling so much more calm, feeling like a reset for your mind, feeling like there's more of like a a blank slate, like, and just a reset for your heart where you're like, oh my gosh, like, I just feel so full. Right. And that's really the, the intention. And so it's almost gonna be like a homecoming, Mm -hmm. like a coming home to yourself. So I say prepare to crack your heart, like wide open, like bursting completely open and really feeling like a whole new version of yourself. Like, yeah. So, I mean, the home has been built, like the table is set, the chair has been pulled out. It's just time for you to sit down at the table and for us to create that experience. And and we won't be able to do it without you, whoever's listening. Like, we need your energy. We need your contribution at this table to create the holistic experience that Jessica was talking about, which is, I'm so excited. Mm-hmm. That was such a beautiful explanation. And we this is something we've been working on behind the scenes for a couple months it's something an idea that we flirted with for a while and then we came together and we were like let's really do this so if you are if your curiosity is peaked definitely check out self-love reset you can see all the details what's included when it is how to grab your ticket for the experience how to claim your spot we are linking that in the show notes and if you're wanting more if you are wanting to experience a meditation if you are wanting to dive deep with yourself now in the meantime definitely grab our yes to self-love free gift and make sure to stay connected with Corey and Jessica at the healing couple you've probably seen them in my stories we love sharing each other's work a lot they truly do love being involved in community and I'm just so honored that you two have come to share this space I'm so excited for what we're creating and I just want to say thank you so much for taking time to share so authentically share your story and just really create that intimacy today here on the podcast I really appreciate it Oh, thanks so much, Val. It's it's our mission and purpose in life, and we mm. feel so full right now. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for having us, and I cannot wait for Self Love Reset and to create this incredible community event together. Yeah, it's going to be so incredible. Thank <laughs> you both so much, and of course, to anyone listening, reach out to at the Healing Couple or me at the Mindful Babe if you have any questions. Thank you so much, Corey and Jess. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you for tuning in to the Mindful Babes podcast. I hope you loved today's episode and got some takeaways from the message shared today. If anyone in your life would benefit from hearing this episode, please be generous and share it with them on your story. Tag me on Instagram at the Mindful Babe. And if you're feeling extra generous, please leave a review on the iTunes store. Your reviews are what keeps this podcast going, and I appreciate you so very much. Have an incredible day, babe.